Hello, lovely people. Welcome to episode 22 of Rookie Mistakes. Another Monday, as always, recording this episode, and I have to record it a lot quicker and earlier than I have in the past, because if I stay up until four in the morning, as I have this last month, then I am going to miss out on Disneyland tomorrow. Really excited to be going to Disneyland. It's not actually Disneyland, it's Disney Sea. That is the second theme park they have in Tokyo, just as California has Disneyland and California Adventure. Tokyo has Disneyland and Disney Sea. Disney Sea is more of a water themed park, as you can imagine. What's really cool about Disneyland here is they have a lot of the same rides as they do in California. It will be interesting to see if they're exactly the same or if they are just the same in name and general design. I was pretty bummed out, I must say, looking at the food here, though. I always look forward to the clam chowder back home at Disneyland, man. You just cannot beat it. It is the thing I look forward to most when going to Disneyland. The only other thing I wanted to mention before I get into the episode, I forgot to mention this last week, but I finished House of Cards. It took me a day and a half. I powered through it and no spoiler alerts or anything, but if you want to skip ahead in the episode so you don't have any influence or if I don't influence you at all if you have not watched yet I'll give you a few seconds three two one all right house of cards terrible terrible season it was so unrealistic terrible plot I don't understand how they made the plot the way they did it just it really bothers me when a show is supposed to be based in reality and then they do things in the show that are just completely unrealistic which is hard to imagine because it's a political show but they did man they did and they made the show super political that's another thing i don't like about the entertainment industry in general is when they have to make stuff really political after i had my initial irritation with the season and i was being a salty sailor I like that one, a salty sailor. I was being a salty sailor after I got over that all. I really started to think about what they had to deal with, with Kevin Spacey, all the drama and controversy surrounding that. And I wasn't even aware that there was going to be a new season. I thought they were just canceling the show because of that situation with him. But they were able to close out the season, close out the sh series, I should say, with a, a final season. And they probably had to mess with the plot and switch things around and do something that could be pretty realistic or could make somewhat sense. And so I guess with that, you kind of have to give them props because it's not like they asked for the series to go in the direction it did. I'm sure they had other intentions for it, but because of freaking Kevin, man, because of Kevin, they had to had to change it up. So that's all I'll say about House of Cards. Happy wa Happy watching. I'll say, if you have not watched the season yet, the one thing that is a little bit sad is this was Netflix Baby. This was one of their first shows they ever created themselves. It was really popular for them. I would say that it was one of the things that got them on the map because it was one of the best shows on TV once it came out, and that's across all of TV, not just shows on Netflix. Rest in peace, House of Cards. Getting into the episode today, I didn't really know what I wanted to talk about today, and so I've been thinking a lot lately about just my overall travel experiences and how it's differed from Europe to Asia. Most specifically, I've been thinking about 
staying in Europe for short periods of time in the different countries. And then in Asia, I've been staying for longer periods of time. So I thought I would talk about the pros and cons of short-term stays versus long-term stays in countries. Really quickly, the three reasons why I decided to go from short-term stays in Europe to long stays in Asia. The first reason was because my money was starting to run out and in order to travel for as close to the full year that I wanted to be gone as possible, I figured that it would be better to just stay in a place longer because it would be cheaper because I wouldn't be spending as much money on plane tickets and then also I wouldn't have to worry about like the cost of living essentially because I knew the three places I was going in Asia were a lot cheaper cost of living than some of the other countries in Europe that I had wanted to visit or even maybe some of them in Asia as well. A lot of the countries in Asia are a lot cheaper than Korea, um, Thailand, and Japan, but I didn't want to go to those countries at this time or this point in my life. Reason number two, like one of the big reasons why I wanted to travel was to start pursuing the career in content creation, right? So building the blog and starting the podcast, all these different things, working on the social media. I wanted to focus more on that as opposed to focusing more on the actual travel aspect where I'm really focused on going to different sites every single day and seeing what the country has to offer. The last reason why I wanted to spend longer in Asia was because three of the countries were on my top list of countries I wanted to visit. So I wanted to spend a lot more time in those countries, those being Bangkok, Seoul, and Tokyo for the city specifically, as well as the fact that it's just a lot less stressful when you're in a place for a longer period of time. Traveling from country to country, you know, being in a country for a week here and a week there, it is pretty exhausting and you definitely do get burnt out. So that was my motivations for why I switched it up to longer stays in Asia. Looking back on it now, if I could do it all over, I definitely would have stayed in Seoul for two weeks. I would have stayed in Bangkok for two weeks, and then I would have stayed back home in California for an extra two months instead of the two weeks that I had stayed there. When I was switching from Europe to Asia, I went home after being in Europe. I went home for two weeks, and then I got prepared for Asia. I would have ended up staying two and a half months instead. And the reason why I would have done that was because I feel like I just wasted a lot of time being in Seoul and Bangkok. I didn't really need to be in the countries for that long. I could have seen everything I needed to see in even less than two weeks, but I think two weeks would have been a good number. And I also would have been able to work getting a job doing whatever, like bartending or working at a restaurant for two months to make more money. And then I would have been going to Tokyo, which was the number one place I wanted to visit with a lot more money. And I wouldn't have to be worrying now about money since I'm at the end of my travels and the money is running low. So that's really kind of my mindset with that so far. And so with short-term travel, the thing that's nice about it is what I've noticed for myself is that I'm very prone to being unproductive and being lazy when I'm in a, a country for a longer period of time. 
And I think why that is, is because I overall prefer California. I prefer the place where I was born, the place that I know. And I think when you're not actually trying to live in a country, when you're not fully committed to living there and getting a job and acclimating yourself to the new lifestyle, I think it's difficult because when I'm thinking to myself, like I'm in this country for a month, right? I'm just chilling here. That's a month that I could be back home where life would be a lot easier. And life's a lot easier where you're from just simply because of the familiarity of the place. Growing up in California, you're aware of all the restaurants you like. You're aware of all the places you need to go to get whatever it is that you need. You speak the same language as everyone else. It's just life is so much easier. And being in Bangkok and Seoul and Tokyo and having to deal with the language gap and deal with all the things that come along with being in a new country and trying to figure out like where to eat every day and not really being able to talk to people, that has made things a lot harder. You think of the weather, how bad it is compared to what I'm used to in California, like how humid it is and how hot it is and walking around everywhere with a heavy backpack and having to figure out transportation, how to get from place to place. It really wears on you, I think. And the nice thing about traveling more of it, like in a short-term stays, right? Like let's say you're in a country for five days and you're constantly moving. You're not really experiencing that because you're constantly on the go. Whereas if you're in a country for like a month and a half, for example, it really, really starts to eat away at you. So that's something that I've realized. And I'm curious to know if that's actually the reason why I've just been so lazy and unproductive. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while now, ever since I was in Bangkok, I'd say the last two weeks or so up until now, I've been going to bed at four in the morning pretty much every single day, waking up late, not really doing much, not working on my Instagram, not really working on the blog. The podcast, thank God, has been happening every single week still, but I've just generally been pretty lazy and unmotivated, and I've really been trying to figure out why that's the case. And I think everything I just explained, I think that's a big part of it because it's just... There's just really no motivation for me because I think I'd prefer to be at home and it's also really stressful now being in Tokyo and not having any way to really make money and having to worry about money and not really being able to do everything. I think that is just what makes it really difficult. And like I said before, having one foot in and one foot out where it's like I'm living in this country, right? I'm living in Japan for three months, but I'm not really living here in the sense that I'm not trying to work here and not trying to live here for like three or four years. I'm just trying to be here for three months. That's a totally different mindset. And I think having that mindset makes it a lot more difficult. One other thing I've noticed about the long-term travel, now that I'm not staying in hostels like I was in Europe, I'm not really interacting now with people as much. And I have my girlfriend here in in Tokyo now, which is nice, but being in Bangkok and Seoul, I was pretty much always alone. I did hang out with some people in Seoul and I did get some interaction, but pretty much in all of Bangkok, I really didn't get much interaction with people unless it was in the day-to-day going to a restaurant or going to a going to a temple or something like that or going to Muay Thai. Other than that, I didn't really get much interaction. And I think what I've realized traveling is that in general, for happiness, you definitely need 
to have some type of interaction with people, especially hanging out with your friends, but even just even just being able to hang out with someone and do something together, even if you just met or just being able to have conversations with people. Looking back on my travels so far, that's been some of the best times that I've had is hanging out with people. It's not necessarily about seeing some breathtaking thing. It's more about the experience with other people or the that it's the shared experiences or like the conversations or memories you make with other people, even if you don't know them very well. That's what's been the best. And now coming up on almost five months in Asia, I've been even more alone than I was in Europe. So that's another negative, I think, to this whole Asia experience. What's nice about the short-term travel is that because I was constantly on the go, I never had time to really think about anything negative for example and then also i think just in general when you're constantly on the go and you're always having to plan you're always having to be active i think that's a lot better state to be in than to be where i'm at now in asia where i'm just like lazy mr lazy bum not wanting to do anything it's just like i'm not motivated and there's really no reason to be motivated it all goes back to having i think having that thing forcing you to have to do something, right? That deadline and the deadline in the sense of short-term travel is that you're going to be in a place for X amount of days and you have to make the most of it. When you're in a place for a month and a half, you don't really have this deadline to to see everything and be very urgent, like have this sense of urgency and try and fill your days and with as much stuff as you can because you have so much time to th- see things that you don't really... I don't know. I think I just personally revert to hanging out in my room and watching Netflix or whatever it may be. I I do miss video games. I will say that will be nice when I eventually go home because I can't play video games here, but it's just been really difficult here in Asia. And so I think for me specifically, I'm kind of a unique case because I'm traveling. The goal was to travel for a year and I have no job or anything like that, no way to make money. So I started with, you know, a certain amount of money and then I have to, had to work with that for this amount of time. A lot of people, you'll just be going on vacation or if you are traveling, it might be for a month or two months. It's generally not for as long as I'm doing it. And then if you are traveling for as long as I'm doing it, usually you're making money through travel. So you always have money to fall back on and you don't really have to worry about how long you can stay in a place when it comes to the money you can just kind of go with the flow and do what you want so i would recommend personally i would if i could do it all over again i wouldn't travel for a year i don't know why i was so stubborn in the in the idea of being gone for a year or as close to a year as possible I think what it'll end up being when I get home, it'll be 10 months that I was gone. I was so tied to the idea of being gone as long as possible. And I think that was a a bad thing. I think I thought that I was going to like Asia a lot more than I actually like it. Originally, when this whole, this whole crazy idea of mine to travel the world, when it originally became the seed where like with which it all started the seed was originally to live in thailand for a year that was my original travel plan and how wrong i was to want to do that because i personally did not like thailand that much and i can't really picture myself living there a year maybe uh, maybe maybe i could maybe i could figure it out right but i i really i really 
don't see myself living there a year. So that's where it started. And then it transitioned into wanting to go to Europe and then Asia. And then in Asia, the original plan, when I was planning this Asia trip back home after I got back from Europe, originally it was to be in Seoul for three months, be in Bangkok for three months, and then be in Tokyo for three months. And that's been adjusted to being in Seoul for a month and a half and being in Bangkok for a month and a half. And now Tokyo, I will actually be here three months, but it just definitely was too much time. I really do think the the mindset of not actually trying to live there or like planning on living there for a long period of time, I think that's really what what made it difficult because when you're not trying to sow your sow your oats, I don't know if that's the correct expression, but if you're not trying to sow your oats in a place, there's really no motivation to try and fully figure out all the different things you're going to need to figure out. Like think when you're in a new country, you might have to figure out how to get to a doctor or you might have to figure out where you can get the groceries you want or you might have a product you're looking for specifically and you need to find that somewhere. There's all these little things that you slowly pick up when you're in a place. And because it's a lot harder to do that in a month and a half, right? Or even three months, let's say, because you're going through the culture shock of a new place and also trying to learn the language and figure stuff out like that. It's almost like your experience is just filled with difficulty because you're in that transitionary phase and you're not ever getting to the point where you finally have figured everything out because you're only in that place right for like a month and a half or three months you're not in the place for it's not like i'm in tokyo for four years and i finally figured everything out and it feel, finally feels like it does in california that feeling of that familiarity and that feeling of comfort that you get from being in your hometown that i think is so important and i think if you're also trying to do something like me, maybe you want to be a content creator, or maybe you want to start a business, maybe you're an entrepreneur. I think the thing that I underestimated the most out of anything is how important it is to have routine and familiarity with the things that are going to make you perform at the highest level. I think I basically have handicapped myself with trying to build this blog and trying to build this podcast to be successful and trying to build a YouTube channel. I think traveling is great because it's giving me the content to talk about, but as far as actually getting the work done and all of that, it has been a lot harder for me because I just don't have access to all the things I would have access to back home. Perfect example with recording this podcast. One of the reasons why it was so hard for me to start it up was because I never really had an opportunity to actually record when I was in Europe because when you're constantly staying in hostels, it's really hard to find time to where you can have total silence and you don't have to deal with background noise. And even being in Asia, not living in hostels, but being in like share houses or being in Airbnbs, that's still something you have to deal with, with which is sound. And so just thinking about being back home, right? And being able to have like a quiet room and record a podcast and not have to worry about noise. Like that's one aspect, right? Where it's kind of been a struggle. And then when you're dealing with all these new experiences and you're trying to figure things out and these things get to you and make you irritable, like it makes it, it makes it so much harder to have that motivation and that will to, to get work done. Maybe this is just, I mean, I'm just speaking for myself. This is my own personal experience. This is what I feel like it's been it, this is what i feel like has been the issue for me personally so maybe for other people they can figure it out and to be honest it really does bother me that 
I haven't been able to be more productive or get things done because I do feel like a lot of people are capable of doing it. And even the, the idea of living in a, a new country for a year, let's say, it bothers me that I want to go home because I don't know if I want to go home because I just feel like it's too hard to figure things out. We'll use Tokyo as the example, right? I don't know if that's the reason why or if I just truly like California better than anywhere else in the world. And it's like I want to continue to tell myself that it's the idea that I'm, I'm just not like really give me a chance and I'm not trying to adjust to things. And I think about other people that end up living in a new country and getting a job and working. And I will say like, now that I've experienced everything, tons of tons of tons of props to people that move to some other country and have to deal with the language barrier and getting a job and like getting accustomed to the new life because it is definitely hard. And if you can be successful at it, that's really impressive. I think for me personally, like I've said, it's it just it doesn't make sense to try and do that because all of the advantages I have are back in California. And it, I don't know, would it be would it be stupid of a person to to have all the advantages in their home country and then choose to go somewhere else and live there? Like I I I think the only motivation right to do that to to knowingly put yourself in a disadvantageous place and maybe it's not disadvantageous if you're doing it for a specific career let's say or if you really just really really want to live in a new country or that whatever country it is maybe then it it's worth it but it's just it's really hard to picture the motivations behind why someone would want to do it or maybe it's just simply that's really hard for me to picture myself and I'm just applying that to other people I think this has been pretty insightful for me personally because I have really been trying to figure out why, I, like I've said, why I'm so unmotivated. And I don't think it's like depression or anything, but I have a hard time believing that people are just incapable of discipline or motivation or incapable of doing whatever it is they want in their life. I really believe for everyone there's just has to be some reason why they have a hard time with motivation or willpower or discipline, whatever it may be. I, I think whether it's your sleep patterns, your diet, maybe it's insecurities, maybe it's childhood trauma, whatever it may be. I think everyone has that thing that if they can just figure it out and like really understand how they're body works, how their brain works, whatever they need to do. I really do think everyone can achieve what they want out of life. And for me, it's just trying to figure that out because I refuse to believe that I'm just going to be this this unmotivated person who just is going to bed at 4am every day and waking up in the afternoon. It's just I refuse to believe that is going to be the case forever. And I just need to figure out the why, like the why behind it, because it's really easy to just write it off and like say someone's lazy or say that person's unmotivated. But there is a reason for everything. At least that's what I believe. This episode's really is really gone. Kind of a complete 180. It was about supposed to be about benefits to short versus long-term travel in countries and now it's kind of turned into the motivations behind why I'm struggling and so I think to bring it back to that it's really important 
to recognize these things when traveling or whatever it is in life. It's really important. I think overall, I think the thing to, to wrap this all up, it's really important to understand the environment you're putting yourself in that's either going to make success easier or more difficult for you to achieve and i think especially when traveling that's very important i think that's a lesson that i've learned and i'll take forward and a lesson i'll take going forward one of the reasons why i wanted to travel as well was because i wanted to get out of the environment that i was in and i felt like I felt like the environment I was in and the, and the person that I was, I thought like I was locked into that person and I needed to get out and travel to be able to grow and kind of like grow into a different person, if that makes sense. And I will do an episode. I've been meaning to do an episode about this eventually. I think just to go into it a little bit, sometimes people have the tendency to play the character that they think that they are. I think a lot of the time we act a certain way or present ourselves in a certain manner to people and then it becomes like the expectation and we 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 basically train ourselves to act that certain way whether it's in a certain environment you're in or with like a certain group of friends or even with your family like you put on this front right you put on this mask with this person and it's like you feel like you always have to be that person in that situation and so I think back home I was this person right and I didn't really feel comfortable or the ability to break out and become this new person because I I felt like I had to play the character of who I was to all these people, whether it was family, whether it was friends, whether it was coworkers, whatever, whether it was like just all of the every experience in my life, right? Everything that's ever happened to me, it's like it molds you into this one person. And so I felt like I trapped myself into being this one person. And so one of the things that's been nice about traveling is I feel like it's let me open up and it's given me a new perspective and it's let me kind of mold myself into a new person but i like once again i think if you're in a a bad environment which has been the case for me these last four or five months or so when you're in an environment that you don't like it it puts you back into that like a worse place and so it'll be interesting to see once i go back home if there is an instant change or if it's something I'm going to have to work on. I'll be very fascinated to see if that's the case. Also, I'm not going to lie. It could very well just be that I'm sleep deprived and I've been rambling like an idiot for these past 30 minutes or so. And all I really need to do is start going to bed earlier and all my problems will be solved as far as motivation and getting things done and discipline, all those things. So we'll see if I can ever figure out the sleep. One more quick little insight I would like to mention is that I think going from the US to all these different countries, I think part of the reason why it was so hard for me and it has been so hard for me was just because of all of the opportunity and access that I as a person from the US has to certain things. One of the other motivations for why I wanted to travel is that I thought I was soft and what I mean by soft is I just think in general as people from the US, we have so much more opportunity and things are just a lot more convenient and we have so many different options at our disposal that make it so 
when you get used to those things and you learn to rely on those things, it's a lot harder to go to a place where you don't have those things. So if you, let's say, come from a place outside the U.S. and then you come to the U.S., you're coming from a place where you had less and to now to a place in the U.S. where you have the opportunities and you have more things at your disposal, I think that's a lot easier and probably a lot less stressful. And I think part of the challenge of coming from a place of privilege and that just being the U.S., I think it's a lot harder. And just as examples, think of in the U.S. how many different specializations there are and the million different things. Just the fact that we have like a Walmart or a Target alone, that right there, the amount of things and the amount of things you can get in those places and just the convenience you have and all the options that you have for buying different products and things like this, it's so much more vast than a lot of the places that I've been, which is why I think it's tough because you have to find substitutes for that or you just have to learn to go without it. Think of if you want to be vegan in the U.S., you can be vegan. There's all the different vegan products you can get. There's all these restaurants catering to being a vegan. If you have a specific physical therapist you need to go to if you're an athlete and you want to go to this gym or this gym that specializes in fitness for athletes or maybe for basketball players or if you want to go to this basketball camp or this baseball camp or if you want to eat at this restaurant tonight maybe mexican and then you want to eat at sushi the next night or you want to eat at italian the night after that there's just so many options out there and just so many things that we have at our disposal that i think that has also been part of the struggle for me is learning how to go without those things because just as a great example like i was looking for almond butter the other day because it's just happens to be healthier than peanut butter let's just say this is a really simple example but it's a good one because that's something that's really hard to find in tokyo it happens that there's only i think one store in all of tokyo from what i've seen that sells almond butter and so if you're allergic to peanut butter and you want to have some type of other butter right it's really hard to find that and then if you're in the u.s though in california at least where i'm from it's really easy to find almond butter it's basically at every grocery store now because there's a freaking trend towards almond butter and like these healthier choices so it's a lot easier to find stuff like that. It's a lot easier to find these different foods that you're used to eating. It's a lot easier to find a gym. It's a lot cheaper even for a lot of these things, whereas they're more expensive in other countries because they're not so readily available. So I think that's an important thing I need to keep in mind that, like I said, once again, is one of the reasons why I wanted to travel is because I realized that I had all this this opportunity and all these options and all these things that I grew up with that made life a lot easier and gave me more advantages. And I think I've maybe lost sight of that. And so now, you know, actually saying it out loud, that makes me feel a little bit better. I'm not going to lie. And so with that, I will end the episode finally. Hope everyone has a wonderful week. I will see everyone next week. I will report on Disneyland. Hopefully it's a great time. Very excited for that. Thank you all for listening. If you like this episode, subscribe to the podcast please leave a review i would love that if you have any questions email is conjayhancock at gmail.com instagram is conjayhancock follow me and ask a question if you got one thanks guys